I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome to the Millennials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And I'm the voice that makes you moist, Marcus. Marcus. We are back to being moist. My computer <laughs> desk ha- now has rot. It is made of wood and it is it's drenched right now because Marcus hey. is on the podcast. Hey, you're welcome. So, exactly. I'm, I'm so thankful. So, no more dry dryness for our listeners we are now uh drenched in marcus's voice you know i should move into the desert and just moisten that place up yeah. that's true marcus yeah. you should move into the desert <laughs> marcus bringing water to the, the desert finally oh. man yes. found dead in deserts <laughs> <laughs> incredibly only, moist after only 24 minutes of living there <laughs> we don't know how it happened he was very well hydrated. That's <laughs> uh, true, he was. We're not sure how this went down. Uh, details as they arise. <laughs> um, so yeah, we are, we're back. Everything is damp as we like it. Very swampy in here again. Uh, well, whoa, 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 whoa. We should be draining this swamp, though. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I, I remember the whole draining the swamp. Did Which, anybody buy that ever? Isn't that the biggest no. success of Trump's presidency? The swamp has now been drained. All the bad <laughs> stuff's gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, he got an office and then he appointed only the best of the best non-swampy people in these positions. And they all kept their jobs forever. No one's ever been fired. Or quit. Yeah, or quit. <laughs> or mysteriously gone missing. I'm sure that's happened. I uh, I remember back when Roger got elected like in like March or so, probably earlier than that, of 2017, I was at an event for work. And like my boss's boss's boss was there. And we were, like, working a table together, and he just kind of turned to me on point and just, like, casually, like, looking at it from his phone. He said, man, Trump's really putting together a hell of a cabinet, didn't he? And I said, just not even thinking, just just replying automatically, like, yeah, real legion of doom. And he never talked to me again about politics. <laughs> yeah. I got the sense that me and him are not on the same page. <laughs> yeah, he, he put the kind of cabinet that would be in, uh, you know, the whole uh, bull in a china shop? analogy mm-hmm. that's one that's where his cabinet is it's in that china shop like and it's it's just falling apart i just hard. i just want to talk real quick about about the fact that ben carson is running the housing urban development department is he is he still there yes he's still there i feel like i just <laughs> forgot about him i thought he stopped existing i'm pretty sure he forgot about it himself <laughs> yeah well they just recently dropped the inquiry into his excessive spending where he Bought like a thirty thousand dollars set of, of of like silverware for the, the the place. That's so funny. If I think of like Ben Carson excessive spending, I would think he bought like too many napkins or something. <laughs> 
Like, I just can't imagine that man spend, spending extravagantly on anything. And listen, from, from, from what I understand, Ben Carson, brilliant surgeon, incredibly good at, like, doing shit to people's brains. But he is absolute dog shit in every other respect in his life. He is garbage in everything. Yeah, it makes you kind of kind of wonder how good he actually is at doing stuff to people's brains. <laughs> <laughs> or what exactly he's doing to their brains yeah yeah i mean I, i've heard these good I, i'm not a surgeon myself so i don't know yeah i mean i haven't had brain surgery myself and it wasn't mm. done by ben carson <laughs> but i'm sure i'm sure he, he's a fine surgeon but I just, I just think back to his many incredible claims during the election like when he said that one time he confronted a bear at uh summer camp and they they were like no ben you can't not with your special hands don't let, the, don't let the bear hurt you. You know what the bear's name was, right? What? Corn Pop. <laughs> it was the same guy. And when he thought that the pyramids were used to store grain. Yeah, that was uh, oh, that was on his brighter moments, I'd say. And you've got Rick Perry running the Department of Energy. A man who in college made a grade of D in a class titled Meats. <laughs> I mean, I Wait, think that it, sounds like a great class. If, they, I say, if there's one class the millennials could pass with flying colors, I think it's meats. Yeah. Marcus would destroy that class. Yeah, I, I would. We're like Arby's because we have the meats. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I'm so glad you did this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for congratulating yourself on his bit. It, it was it was in my heart, and I was like, oh, do, do I do it? <laughs> Decept yeah. just whips it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll never miss an opportunity to bring up our slogan. Um, but yeah, isn't it? Don't you remember how when Rick Perry was on his presidential run back, however many years ago that was, his his whole campaign was this guy's handsome. Yeah, that was his whole campaign. He, I remember he would talk, and they were like, you know, I don't even know much about him, but Rick Perry's a real handsome guy. I kind of like him. <gasps> like. They literally, like, no one knows, remembers anything about his campaign except for the fact that he was, like, a handsome guy. It's the same thing as Beto O'Rourke has right now. Oh, what people think, people like the fact that he's the most boring, bland person ever? I'm just like, oh, he's just a handsome guy. I like him, he's handsome. Is, Be- is Beto handsome? People love that motherfucker, they get fucking moist for him. Wow, I, I mm. just, he's one of those guys where I just can't imagine any moisture Coming from his existence. <laughs> You've never seen the tweet from the lady who talks about how, like, Beto, like, uh, cramps her calves? No, I is have that a, a good I have thing? Beto filter on my Twitter. Oh, yeah, she, she's just like, Bernie is the kind of guy who would have sex with you and just, like, come and leave you and then never do anything again. But Beto's the kind of guy who fucks you till your calves cramp. I actually have seen oh. that tweet, and I think it's bullshit. I'm sure Bernie Sanders is an attentive lover. <laughs> well, you saw, you saw his dick, right? Yeah, he might not make your, your calves cramp, but he would stay with you through the night and probably, like, make breakfast in the morning. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, people on the left are generally more attentive to what people want, so I'm pretty sure exactly. that he's going to go the distance. And Bernie Sanders, very on the left, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> just saying, ladies. I mean, he's taken and very old, but... But recently, there was, a, there was a picture of Bernie Sanders, and his pants are falling in such a way that you could definitely see the hog. And uh, my friends, uh, Bernie Sanders is loaded down there. Bernie Sanders is hung. It's not a joke. I've seen it with my own two eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good mental image. Just an old man's huge dick. Man, Bernie Sanders has lived like a kind of dope life, honestly. Yeah. 
Definitely. Like, every time you see a picture of him from like the seventies, is always like you know he's like this is I mean he's like marching with Martin Luther King. He's fucking he's at a wrestling show. Somebody's getting suplexed on top of him. You know his fucking dicks hanging out. Like it's just like a cool fucking life. <laughs> You should look up his public access TV show he had when he, was, when he was mayor of Vermont. There's an incredible sequence where he interviews some goth teens at the mall. I just oh. imagine that it's exactly like the Eric Andre show, but with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's the exact same thing. <laughs> the, the cool thing about Bernie Sanders, though, is that he doesn't talk down to people when he meets them. Like, he, he engages with these teens, like they're actual people with thoughts and, you know, and uh, opinions. And same for when he goes to a kindergarten class and teaches them about government. He's like talking to other people, and you know a lot of people, a lot of you know politicians want to talk down to you or ignore you or whatever, and he doesn't do that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm. I'll say it, I'm pro Bernie. Bernie. I'm a Bernie yeah. bro. <laughs> I think our stance here is pretty clear. Well, okay, so Seth, you wanted to talk about a recent poll that came out. Yeah. So while we're over here, um, slobbing on his irregularly huge knob mm-hmm. um bernie sanders has slipped in the iowa polls to none other than what is it is it is it corn pop's best friend joe biden or is it the last of the mohicans well elizabeth warren <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god where's that movie <laughs> Really, she's more like Dances with the Fucking Wolves. Yeah, she uh, really is. I'm more like she's more like Indian in the Cupboard. How Re- oh that? shit! Wow. <laughs> wow, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Elizabeth Warren has, uh, for the first time in Iowa, edged out um, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden in the polls. Which you know, one is a bad thing because I want Bernie to win as much as possible. But two, silver lining is that that means Joe Biden isn't ahead of him. Which is always a good thing. Or isn't in the lead, which is always a good thing. Yeah, but uh, do you know what's pulled her ahead of the other two? I really don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what she's done recently that would make... Because Iowa is one of the like the battleground states. So I don't know what she's done recently that would um, uh, push her ahead. Do you have any, any illuminations, uh, Smith? Um, not really. I mean, she barely talked at the, the debate and... Personally, I think polls are all just hokum in the first place. They're like bullshit. And it's true. I mean, a lot of polls said that Hillary Clinton was going to win in a landslide. So basically, all of them said that, I and mean, they were all yeah. dead fucking wrong. Uh, but I do think that the thing that Warren has is that she is able to gather together two types of people that are it makes her a pretty dangerous opponent. It's that she gets the Hillary people because she's a woman. Uh, I hate to say it, that's what it is. Let's be fucking honest with ourselves here. And the other thing is she can get the left curious people, kind of like the old Bernie people or like that are from 2016, who think to themselves, well, Bernie didn't make it last time, and Warren is more to the center, so she'll attract more people from the other side of the aisle, uh, the Democrat aisle anyways. And so yeah. she can unite these two camps of people. And I think there's some merit to that perception, but at the same time, I don't think that translates to votes yet. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think she's very much a compromise candidate. People who aren't ready to commit to someone like Bernie, but also don't want to be held back with somebody like Joe Biden. They kind of find that Elizabeth Warren is the that happy middle ground. 
And yeah, I mean, we can see how well these these polls work out for her. I'm with you. I don't know if that's actually going to translate into real wins just yet. I do think that, um, you know, even though we're, we're kind of biased here, I do think that um, Bernie has strongholds in a lot in a lot of states that are going to come out whenever uh, the primaries happen, and that'll be that'll be exciting. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, once again, I'm not I'm I'm 100 for Bernie, but if it means Joe Biden loses, I would I would compromise on Elizabeth Warren winning some of those states. Oh yeah. By the way, how the hell is Joe getting so high? Like he's he literally does nothing. Oh, he did this thing <laughs> called be Barack Obama's vice president like twenty years ago, and that's all he's done since. Wait, oh, so actually, hold on. You mean uh, you mean President Raprock Obama? Oh, President <laughs> Raprock Obama. So Joe Biden has done three things. He was President Raprock Obama's vice president. He thinks black people can't read, and he once threatened to kill a man named Corn Pop. Um, mm. One of those things isn't true. Two truths and a lie. Just, <laughs> just you can uh, you can t- tell which one's which. Um, and because of that, he just coasts. Honestly, he uh, he. Although he's not apparently his, you said last week his platform or his campaign is like he can't talk about being Obama's vice president. But it's not like anyone's fucking forgot. So he's kind of just coasting off of that, you know. First black president, a bunch of Democrats just you know eat up the the Obama years. So they're like, you know what? Let's uh, let's put some faith into this guy, even though he's like a thousand years old. And once again, thanks, black people can't read. Hmm. Yeah, he has uh, name recognition. First of all, that's his big thing. He was vice president to the last, you know, popular Democratic president. And um, other than that, a long history of politics. It got a lot of old people on his side, like sixty plus year old people love Joe Biden. And he has a lot of support. And this is strange from uh, like 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 uh, older black people love Joe Biden. And it's just hmm. mystifying to me. I mean, I think it's because he was Obama's vice president because before he yeah. did that, you know, he, he was literally chosen by Obama to appeal to older racist white people. That's who he was there to, to, to ameliorate. Yeah. I mean, Obama knew what he was doing when he picked Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, you want to know something that I, I saw the other day that almost made me puke in public? Hmm. I was in I was in the mall. I went to go see a movie. Ad Astra. Great movie. Everyone should go see it. Um, Ask to Astra. Yes. And so then I went to um, Books a Million afterwards because I wanted to look at some comic books and some graphic novels and such. And I saw a graphic novel called The Adventures of Barry and Joe. Oh. And it is a graphic novel of, to, that cartoonishly tells adventure tales of Barack Obama and Joe Biden and how they're... <laughs> I, I, think, I think they could have just retitled it Green Book. But I guess that was a little too on the nose. <laughs> I guess that was a little too on the nose. Oh, God. Um, and it was disgusting. Yeah, I, opened, like, I saw one page and I was like, I don't need this in my life. They're like time traveling and like flying around in helicopters and like, it's just so fucking bad. Yeah, and it's like, who the fuck wants this? I think it was a Kickstarter project too, which means people oh. chose... They're like, I'll, I put my money towards this being a thing. So, yeah. Yeah, people are... Go ahead, Marcus. Oh, nothing. Uh, as Owen Wilson would say. Yes. Wow. Wow. I'm so... Um, this is this is just like the Arby's joke. I'm so glad you said this. Um, 
Why don't we have a soundboard yet? I know. Yeah. I'm yes, telling you, man. man, I am ready. Uh, but um, yeah, I've seen that that bullshit book, and it just pisses me off because it's like fetishizing Obama and and Biden, and it's people don't want to like let go of the past. They don't want to admit that maybe things weren't great back then, and probably the fact that they weren't great is why we got here today. You know, the refusal of Obama and Biden to you really fix the problems this country had uh, kind of got us here. Yeah. And, yeah, people just like to romanticize those times because, once again, we had these politicians who weren't, you know, they're not Trump. They're not outwardly awful people. And I'm not even saying that Obama is necessarily a bad person. I'm just saying that, you know, a lot of the stuff that happened with Obama was president, he got a lot of people let get away with because they just thought things were good. They're like, oh, yeah, we have this cool president. Um, our economy isn't as bad as it was a couple of years ago, even though it's still terrible. And they're like, okay, so yeah, we're 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 happy now. And people just kind of remember those times, and they they don't really realize that it's just been a downward slope. So they keep looking back, like, oh, it was good back then because they were just higher up on the slope. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe that for sure. And it doesn't show any signs of getting better. And I just want to take a real quick moment here to take aim at. The current front runner, anyways, of, of the Democratic uh, nomination, which is uh, Warren, because uh, I'm not sure we discussed this around my podcast yet, but she finally put out her uh, health care plan, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically Medicare for all, but minus mental health services. Okay. Those will be done through mm-hmm. private insurance still. So we're still allowed to be crazy. Mm hmm. But we won't have to have a cold anymore. Okay, so and the, the argument there I've seen is people are like, oh, you know, well, no other country guarantees health services to people through social Medicare or healthcare. And I'm like, but we're not those other countries. We're America. We went to the yeah. fucking moon. We could do this. Exactly. We're supposed to be the best one. If we're just like, oh, well, the other countries don't do it, then what's the point of we're thinking that America is so great? You know. Uh, that's like, the thing I'm trying to activate people is I want to I want to get us to this, this American socialism where we're like uh, fuck you we're America we'll do socialism bigger and better exactly. and prettier than everyone else <laughs> fuck these pussy ass bitches in the Soviet Union and in, in China fuck you we'll do it better than you did you remember that famous meme song that everyone loved called America fuck yeah <laughs> yes yeah. why don't we redo that song but instead of the imagery being about like us bombing. Uh, other countries why can't it be about you know us providing health care for everybody or us you know <laughs> building more social works programs opening like, public libraries yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> dude, that's, that's gotta be our project let's let's work on that <laughs> we can we can do this we can do this i know a vocalist and so um, it's just it's it just pisses me off that, that warren is getting to this point because she's not I mean, people are like, oh, they're the same. Like, Bernie and Moore are the same. They're not the same. They're not close to the same kind of person. They have very different approaches to these problems. And everyone's like, oh, Warren has a plan for that. Warren has a plan for this. If you look at Bernie's website, he's had more plans for longer than her. And his plans are fucking better. Like, his, did you see he wants to institute, institute uh, national rent control? I did see this. Which and you know what Warren said about me. this, right? No. Warren said, no, we can't do national rent control. 
Why not? Yeah, why? Because, because, get this, get this. One rent control number won't work for the whole country. That's not what Bernie proposed. And also, she's like, this will prevent certain parts of the country from having the rent control laws they need. Which is to say, in most places, they won't have one. Yeah. Like, you think Georgia's got fucking rent control? Fuck no, and we're not going to get one unless someone makes us have it. Yeah. Georgia needs rent control. So does North Carolina. So does every state that has anybody <laughs> who rents. So yeah. New York, um, California, they love that. And yeah. don't forget, this is still the compromise position. This is, we're still going to let landlords exist. This is not dragging them out of the street and shooting them in the head and taking what they have, which is the position that I would like to take, but I'll settle for rent control for now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, being a landlord should just, it should just be like, it should just be a job. And I know technically you can say, oh, it's just a job now, but it should, like, the, the building should be, you know, publicly owned and everything, and then the, the person who is the landlord, I guess, is not the front desk person, the person who maintains it, that should just be a job that you get paid for, and you are liable to your tenants and liable to the, to the government as well um, to make sure everybody's taken care of when everyone's, you know, rent, rent is controlled. Hey, Marcus, you rent from a big company, right? Uh, yes. What is it, Halliburton? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, how, how's, the, how's the service over there at the, the big company? It is bullshit. Wow. <laughs> I, I have been to your apartment, and it is it is rough over there, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, what is it? I requested a uh, washer and dryer. You know, it'll, it'll add $50 to my rent, but, you know, I'll have to leave to wash my clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it took four fucking weeks to get here. <laughs> Oh, wow. Weeks. I thought you were going to say months. I was like, weeks? That sounds like a goddamn dream. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a something for it. That shit was insane. Like, apparently, like, like when I ordered it, they didn't have any. <laughs> and, like, two weeks later, they were going to get some and all kinds of shit. And they gave me the runaround for, for four fucking so, weeks until I fucking got long it. Long story short, Marcus didn't wash his clothes for four weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got me. Wow. <laughs> Busted. But yeah, it, I mean, honestly, I don't mind that my washer and dryer isn't in my apartment. I can deal with that. But what I think is so stupid is I've lived in two apartments in a row now where they have washers and dryers on the site that I have to pay for. Yeah. I have to find, I have to go find quarters. I literally panhandle Friday afternoons just so I can get quarters. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? How am I, where the fuck am I going to get a quarter from? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's been years since you, I've seen a quarter. I pay you fucking rent, motherfucker. You mean I can't use the washer and dryer? I pay $1.75 per cycle. Ooh, damn. Motherfuckers, it's so stupid. I pay rent. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just rentier uh, mindset. It's just like extract as much money as possible from the renters. Yeah, yeah. it's so stupid. I, when I first found that out, when my lady was like, oh yeah, so the washer is over here. It takes uh, quarters, and I was like, what? It takes quarters. And she had to show me one. She's like, here's what a quarter looks like. I'm like, whoa. Wait, where'd you find that? She's like, they're everywhere. And I'm like, they're really not. I can't find quarters. A relic of the past. I once had to open a new bank account just to get quarters when I first moved here. (laughs) What? I had to open a bank account. Because I went went to Walmart, and I was like, oh, can I get change? I want to change for a 
$10 bill. I was like, can I get this in quarters? The cashiers are like, no help. There's a little bank inside of the Walmart. And I'm like, hey, can I get change for $10? They're like, oh, if it's over $5, you have to open an account. I'm like, fine, oh, I'll open an account. God. Can I just get quarters? Seth, you should have. all I need. You should have given them a five. Well, actually, give them to the break the ten and the two fives, right? And you take the five and you say, okay, take the to the quarters. And you walk out and you come immediately back across the threshold and say, all right, now I need this five and quarters as well. Well, to be fair, you know me. I would put on a fake mustache. That's true. I, I mean, I have a real nice. mustache, but I'd put on a fake one just to be mm-hmm. sure. That and a, a silly cowboy hat, and you're, exactly. you're, gold, you're golden. If I was Marcus, I'd have to have a fake mustache. That's true. Yeah. That is, that is um, very true. Okay, we're not going to make this a Marcus punching bag. No, we're not. We're not. Uh, here's a, here's a, a Warren punching bag moment. Uh, cool. Warren was a Republican for most of her life. Did y'all know that? No. Yeah, so was Abraham Lincoln. She was not. She did not turn to the Democratic Party, which is still not great, but whatever, until the '90s. And do you know why she changed her mind on the Republican Party? She liked the way blue looks better. Not because of the horrific racism and the nativism and all the xenophobia that was rising in the, in the party back then. No, because Democrats were more market. They were more capitalist. Oh wow! Mm. That's why she changed her mind. So she was a Republican all the way through the Reagan years. She was like, "Yeah, this is fine." So there was a cool. time when Republicans were less capitalist than Democrats? Well, because capitalists don't like tariffs, uh, or sorry, uh, uh, tree market neoliberals don't like tariffs and like uh, uh, like trade agreements, stuff like that, that, that impose taxes on stuff. They're like, no, just let everything move freely through the market. That way all the jobs can go to Mexico and China and everyone here in America can get fucked. It's, it's, it's at the market. It's how it works. Uh, speaking of neoliberalism, I saw a great monument to neoliberalism the other day on Reddit. Oh boy! There was this—I can't remember what city it was in—but they uh, they had this like big, big rock that they painted like with the the pride colors, the rainbow colors, as like a kind of like a little I don't know fixture for the street. So like, all right, this is the gay pride rock, but they put it inside of this little cubby hole that a lot of homeless people decide to sleep in, and they put it there so the people couldn't sleep there anymore. That's fucked up. And that wow. is just neoliberalism to a whole new level. Marcus, are you okay? Good, just drop the thing. What, what's the thing? Be, be more specific. There's no need to be more specific. <laughs> wow. It's a sex thing. It's a sex it, thing. It, it, Calling it out not right now, it is, it is a, a pocket pussy. It is a, no, a dildo. No, it was not. What? It's an, what anime, it, it's an anime figurine. <laughs> it is classified. It might be an anime figurine, but it's classified. <laughs> It's a naked anime girl in a weird pose. Come on. She has clothes on and it is a normal pose. <laughs> okay, we have confirmation of what it I'm is. I'm going to name every anime girl I know. Okay, okay. go ahead. There's Yoko. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From what? Um, from Gurren Lagann. Okay. Nice. Good choice. Mm-hmm. There is uh, Tifa. Final Fantasy. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Um, We're broadening our anime. Another good one. Raiden from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Raiden yep. the Animaker. That tracks, yes. And uh, Mater from Cars. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that fan art, and it is extremely oh, good. Marcus, Wait, how did what? I do? Those are the four that I know. I mean, I like I like half of them. I like half <laughs> okay. of them. So Mater and Tifa. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, I also want to point out that uh, in 2015, Elizabeth Warren still opposed... The idea of uh, transgender prison inmates tra- getting the surgery they need to transition. 
she still thought it was a, a waste of taxpayer money to uh, to help them, you know, combat their gender, gender dysphoria. At first, I thought you were going to say she's against transgender prison, and I'm like, that's that's probably a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, that's a uh, yeah, that's that's kind of fucked up. Like obviously. Elizabeth Warren, throughout her throughout her entire career, has changed her mind on things when it became politically expedient. Whereas Bernie Sanders has stood by his policies for longer than we've all been alive collectively. So, yeah. who are you really going to trust with your your with your future here? A person who changes their mind all the time, or someone who's committed to the the correct ideological line? I don't, okay, I think I think Bernie Sanders has a couple less years than all of us combined. But yes, <laughs> I agree. So, anyways. <laughs> Altogether, um, we're like eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. I believe so. he is a hundred, right? Oh, okay. Never mind. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty also, years younger than Joe Biden. I <laughs> also want to point out that um, this is not American politics. It's a little fun. It's a little trip across the pond, you see, to where the, oh, the, the tea oh, and crumpets. No. <laughs> Come on, Marcus. I know you have a a British accent in you. Come on. I mean. I don't know what you're doing. Join me! <laughs> Come on, chap. Says a child. I think I think this is a good time to bring it. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was good. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll give Thank him that you. one. Thank that you. was very good. I'll be here all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so in 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 Britain they have a party called the Green Party, um, and they have a new slogan. You guys want to hear what it is? More green. Uh, Take the politics out of our democracy. Wow. <laughs> so, are these the same guys who said the, the Call of Duty games have no politics? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they gotta be at least oh, taking yeah. advice from the same people, right? Like, come on. They must, they must think we're living in a political time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. Yeah, the Green Party. Um, isn't somebody, is it? Is Theresa May from Green Party? No, she's Tory. Uh, she's Tory, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's somebody from the Green Party who was in the news for a while, right? No, okay. they suck. <laughs> They're okay. pretty much terrible from what I understand. Okay. What what are they so what 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 is their stance? They're they're green. They're like, you know, the environment is their big focus. Okay. They're kinda so like our I... uh sh- oh fuck. Who are those guys that nominated Jill Stein? Is it? Oh, um, I think isn't it called the Green Party? I think it's too? also called the Green Party. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Fuck, Ralph Nader was their guy for a long time, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So the Green Party here also just kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, Green Party. That's that's it is. Yeah, so they just they're just bad. But it, it is interesting how the Green Party in Europe thinks that you can when you can make an environmental change without any kind of legislation. Well, well, you see, we shouldn't make the legislation political. It should be just uh, uh, rational and logical. What is this? Okay, we will do it without uh, putting I hate politics. This. I, yeah, I hate I, you. I, I, no I politics. Hate. Come on. No. Come no, on, I will friends. come nowhere. <laughs> Don't be a chav. Come on. No. Stop <laughs> saying chav. <laughs> take it's a, take not a, quick, a thing. Just pop across the pond with me. No. It's time to stop. Do I make you horny, baby? This will be the, <laughs> this is the end of the podcast, and I don't mean the episode. 
I I, I put up I put up with probably twenty seven fucking Russian doll jokes that are never going to go away. What are you talking about? Russian doll jokes? You are you? What are you talking about? You can oh deal with God. a British accent but, for a couple of minutes. But now that you mention it, last night I was watching oh the my Emmys. God. No, no, no. This is for real. Last night I was watching the Emmys, and they had the show nominated for best comedy series. Oh it was called Russian Doll. <laughs> And I looked it up and it's not about Donald Trump. <laughs> and I'm like, what are they thinking? <laughs> Where did they get off? <gasps> oh my god. Have you guys seen this? Have you guys seen this? There's a show called Russian Doll. You know what, Seth? Like, at my funeral, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to die before you do. Okay. I need you to work a Russian doll joke into my eulogy. Okay. okay. We, we, me and you might die in a double homicide oh. by you know who. Oh, oh, yeah. You're right. Well, when we bury Marcus in the post-nuclear wasteland, <laughs> Seth will put on a wig and pretend to be the fucking lady from Russian Doll or whatever. Well, I don't know anything about the show, so I don't know what's shocking about it. I think you watched the show, Seth. I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Maybe. Did, I mean, okay, as soon as I, uh, as soon as I didn't hear somebody saying huge, then I was like, okay. Oh no. god. Okay, Seth. But take confirm for me real quick. Did did Game of Thrones win best drama or whatever it, it was? Won, it did win best drama. Fuck what? And the the more insulting part isn't that it won best drama because it can win best drama any other year, but it won against the first year that Better Call Saul has been nominated, and Better Call Saul is a vastly better show. I mean, Better Call Saul is already creeping into my top shows of all time. It's so fucking good. And, yeah, Game of Thrones won, and it's fucking stupid, because I love the show, but that last season is absolute goddamn trash. And I mean, I just, if, 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 is there any more evidence this shit is rigged? I mean, yeah, it was, just, it was just a legacy award, even though they'd won it before. It was purely a legacy award just because, I mean, to their credit, it was the biggest show we've seen in a long fucking time. And that was the only thing they won. They won a popularity contest. It was not about the quality of the show because if that was true, then something like Better Call Saul would have won. It's bullshit. That pisses me off. Yeah. But Chernobyl did win Best Limited Series. It, it cleaned up in that. Oh, and um, Game of Thrones did not win Best Writing in a Drama Show. What won that? Uh, Succession. I haven't watched that, but I hear everyone say it's good. I've seen the first five episodes, and I liked it a lot. I need to go back to it. It was actually really fucking good. Um, it's one of those shows where I'm like, oh, this sounds cool, but now that I'm, like, woke, I'm like, I can't watch more shows about rich people having problems. Yeah, but it's it's to me, it's just kind of nice, because it's just a bunch of rich people getting mad at each other, and they're just clowning on each other all the time, and I'm like, I can deal with this. This is something I can put up with. No, fair enough. And plus, it's got Kieran Culkin, so I'm going to watch the show. He is the failed clone of Macaulay Culkin, I believe. Yeah, uh, so much of a clone, they're actually brothers in real life. Well, that's the cover story, (laughs) yes. uh, Thank you. Have you seen Macaulay Culkin lately? Didn't he recover from his meth addict thing? He wishes Kieran Culkin was a failed uh, clone of him, because Kieran Culkin looks like a million bucks compared to this guy. Well, hold on now. Let's let's tie this all back in to the one true canon, the Rosetta Stone from our canon 21st century, Metal Gear Solid. You see, uh, Macaulay Culkin is, uh, he's Solid Snake. He was given all of the recessive genes. And Kieran is Liquid Snake, given all of the dominant genes. That's how that works. 
And therefore, uh, Kieran is superior because he's all, all dominant genes. You think that when Snake has sex, he says, all right, time to show you my solid snake? Snake does not have sex. <laughs> you don't think so? This is, no, this is fact. This is lore. He's horny, but he never fucks. Now, really? Big Boss fucked. But so is, he, is he like an edger? Uh, is he just no, a lifelong edger? No, uh, Snake is completely incapable of... He has all these sexual thoughts, so he can't act on them. He never he can't get an erection? No, he gets, he gets an erection. He just can't make a move. Okay, can you fucking explain this to me then? I'm confused. He's just a fucking bitch. He can't do it. He's just a... Oh, he, he's got no confidence in himself. So he has sexual thoughts. Mm-hmm. And he just... <laughs> Never even tries to act on them in he any way. He fails consistently. Every time he hits on a woman, she turns him down every time. Wow, you'd think he'd have some cachet with someone. Now, I think mm. he does have cachet with Otacon. Oh. Otacon is a robot. No, Otacon is a man. <laughs> okay, I've never played these games. <laughs> um, so. It sounds like Snake needs some lessons from Jack Ryan. <laughs> He does. He does. Yeah. Jack Ryan's a smooth operator. No, Metal Gear Solid is the most homoerotic series in history. Um, this is not a joke. It really is. Um, and I'm looking forward to Death Stranding for more homoerotic stuff between Kojima's best friend, Norman Reedus, and Mads Mikkelsen. Norman Reedus and a weird baby he holds inside of him. <laughs> That's their baby. Yes. What is that game about? No one. I have no I'm, idea. I'm 100% confused that you are going to buy it, play the whole game, and still have no idea what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kojima has said that it's about Trump's America. Wow. Hmm. Well, then, oh, wow. fucking good job, Kojima, because I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Another satisfied customer. Yes. Because they said the trailer, it's like it's about building bridges and re- reuniting America or whatever. And it's like his anti Trump game, I guess. Wow. So instead of walls, he's building bridges. Why don't we build one big old bridge across the pond? I'm pretty pretty sure the ocean would fuck it. I'm pretty sure your character's name in Death Stranding is Bridges. Oh, wow. So you're not... You're not building bridges. You're building Bridges the character. You're building him over time. Right, yeah. Okay. There's also a guy named Die Hardman... That that just can't be true. It's a legit. <laughs> you can look it up. That's like saying that the guy who's trying to sell death sticks and attack of the clones name is Sleaze Bagano. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on now, because in Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, you know what the villain's name was? Peace. Marcus, I know you know it. I, I, I don't. Oh, God. Metal Gear is one of the games. His, his, name, is, uh, his name is Hot Coldman. Hot <laughs> Coldman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kojima, he sometimes he just phones it in. <laughs> no, no, that's not phoning it in. That's, that's brilliant. In Japanese, it sounds much better, apparently. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's wordplay over there. For us, it just sounds stupid. I, Kojima's kind of like Quentin Tarantino. He's great at what he does, but you've got to accept like, some caveats. Yeah. Like feet. Yes. <laughs> Man, what if Kojima and Tarantino made, they made a game and a movie together? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That'd be incredible. Yeah. Do you think they're ever going to make Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek movie? Isn't it happening? I thought that was like in the works. It's, it's, it's not, there's no like, okay, we are going to begin filming it. But they, they say they are very interested in his script and they want to make it. And I'm like, okay, I really wonder what this is going to look like. 
Oh, speaking of movies that might be getting made one day, Marcus, aren't yes. you an X Men guy? What does that mean? Like, you know, like X Men, right? Like, yeah. Have you heard who is in the in in, in apparently talks to play Magneto in the new MCU X Men? Yes, it was. Oh, oh, fuck! It was. Wait, stop! Because I was ah, I was just looking at it. Marcus, Damn it, tell it's me, Polly tell Hunter. me. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to rehabilitate his career. Wait, no update. That was a joke, actually. That's not true. They were just—they were really pranking Pauly Shore. They actually have a video where they dump a bunch of blood on his head. Okay. So, Marcus, on your on your it? first day of work, it's your training day, right? Denzel <laughs> Washington. Yes. Oh my God. I am so excited. Uh, how hard would our collective dicks be? <laughs> I mean, I'm already hard. Yeah. And moist. Together, Come we, on. together we might make a whole three inches. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I don't, but, get, I don't even like to get wet, Charles. Yeah, exactly. He's going to say that. Um, but yeah, because Marvel now has the ability to make Fantastic Four and X-Men movies, right? Mm-hmm. Which is exciting to me because I also very much enjoy the X-Men. And I would love for them because at this point, movie studios have two times proven unable to make the Dark Phoenix saga. Mm-hmm. They couldn't make it when they tacked it onto X Men: Last Stand, and they couldn't make it when they made it to a whole movie with these new X Men. Um, so maybe, just maybe, if we give them one more chance, they'll actually be able to bring Dark Phoenix the justice it deserves. Mm. Marcus thoughts. Out. You don't think you don't even think Marvel could do it. I mean, I have high hopes for Marvel because we've seen like the amazing things they've shown us. But I'm just like, like Dark Phoenix. I guess what I'm saying is like they they haven't built up to Dark Phoenix. Well, I mean, yeah, they so gotta make them other X Men yeah, first. I'm just, just saying them that. making it is just gonna be like, eh. yeah. I do want them to. Because I would, I would like if Marvel makes the, these X Men movies. I mean, they're going to obviously. I would like something more akin to the original X Men movie. We all remember the original X Men, right? Yeah, yeah it's definitely. actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's not bad. Like mm-hmm. before, we had superhero movies. You know, when it and like Spider Man and the original Hulk were coming. Oh, <coughs> Blade. Had Blade. Before we had the idea <laughs> of a superhero movie, there were these movies that were just really fucking cool and had cool casts and these like different styles and different sets. And they were like, it was fun. And I'd, if we could have something more like that, um, the only issue is going to be Wolverine. So yeah, the big thing is going to be now that after the release of Logan, um, Hugh Jackman says he's done with Wolverine. And I think if they're going to reboot the u- universe, probably can't really have him playing Wolverine anymore. So one, I just I feel like whoever gets that role is going to be highly scrutinized at every turn. Because we gave Hugh Jackman so many chances. Oh, well, he nailed it every time. He nailed it every time, but the movies didn't always nail it every time. That is true. Bring so in Harry Potter. You think Daniel Radcliffe? That's who was. There was a joke about that a while back, but I saw some photoshops that were very convincing. I mean, wow. yeah. Like, have you seen that picture of him in like the robe and holding the two guns? I can see that oh, being yeah, Wolverine yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the last Harry Potter movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter goes rogue. Yeah, Harry Potter. What if he just put out a gun and shot Voldemort? <laughs> <laughs> would it, I think it will work, right? 
Yeah. It, it's that like in that movie. Weird. What was that old? Like, wasn't it a Ralph Bakshi movie where he just, the one guy just shot the other wizard? You mean Randolph Backslip? Yeah, Randolph Backslip. <laughs> yeah, wizards. Yeah, he just, he's like, oh, I'm gonna hit you with the biggest, baddest spell ever. He's like, oh, me first. <laughs> shot him dead. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm gonna show you a trick I never taught you. And he pulls out a fucking pistol and just wastes him. Yeah, also, what if Harry Potter just got spooked and just shot Voldemort in the first movie? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> What's why Harry Potter has to take place in the, in the UK and not America? Because if it took place here, we would just you, some some random person would have shot Voldemort like years ago. They would have seen like a weird, creepy bald dude in the street and just like lost their shit. Yeah, he would have been selling uh, cigarettes individually, and they would have they would have popped him real quick. No, that's that's yeah. not a white guy crime. That's totally well. Cool. I'm not sure if Voldemort counts as a white guy. He is I mean, a he's a much <laughs> different kind of person. He's very very pasty. That's true. But he also has like uh, no real nose cavity, and he's weird, and like his skin is almost translucent. <laughs> I feel like he could be the subject of some kind of racial hatred. He's like he's an albino. People hate albinos, right? Yeah, people do, of course. So yeah, or we, we could someone could mistake him for a fucking alien and just be like, not today. Yeah. Take down Voldemort that way. <clears throat> oh, okay, so Seth, I think you wanted to talk about this this Venezuela tweet that uh, we saw that I've I showed you recently. Venezuela tweet. You're talking about the one with the guy in the store? Yeah. Okay, so uh, Cuba. Sorry, right? Cuba. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. comments fantasy as well, but yeah, Cuba. Yeah. So there's some guy named uh, Benny Johnson. Um, I don't really know what he does for a living. I'm just going to look at him. I'm going to assume that he is a baseball writer for a blog. I'm just going to so I'm just going to assume that he he works at something that's probably like the Ringer. Um but yeah, he says he just returned from He does this in this weird like paragraph style each sentence is a new line. He's like I just returned from Cuba. What your supermarket will look like if you were on socialism. And he said, this is the fanciest supermarket in Havana. And basically, it's him standing in a big aisle and with a bunch of different cans of, I'm assuming, food. And the cans are all very similar. They have a white, uh, like, sloping label on the top and then with a picture of the food and the name, whatever. And he was like, aisles are filled with goods that have... In all caps, no variety at all. No competition, no choice, no hope. Share so Bernie Sanders and AOC will um, look at this tweet and I'll get famous. Uh, that's basically what it says. Um, so yeah, this guy, is. his main concern is that in the supermarket, he just loves how much variety there is. Yeah, and well, don't the, you love having six different kinds of tomatoes to choose from? Yeah, and he just... I guess he thinks that's what everyone loves. I mean, I'm, hey, if you're a if you're a home cook, if you're a chef, there will be other products, I'm sure. But this is like this is a supermarket. This is where the person's gonna go every day to spend their fucking food money, their stipend, their UBI, whatever you want to fucking call it. People are gonna go every day. They're gonna go in. They're gonna get their meat, their fucking bread, their fucking condiments, their fucking this, their that. They don't need all this weird variety. I mean, I don't, I don't, this is such an insane thing to attack about socialism. And the fact that he, he went to a, a socialist country for however long, and this is the one thing he came back with as criticism, is pretty fucking telling. 
Well, well so if you wanted to know what Benny Johnson uh, does, well, yes. I can tell you before this, he worked for BuzzFeed, and he okay, got fired. sense. Really, was it his listicles weren't very good? Seth, <laughs> in, a, in a million years, you would never guess what Benny Johnson got fired from BuzzFeed for. He made a quiz just to let you know what kind of bread you would be under a Bernie Sanders presidency. Everyone just fucking, just fucking prepare yourselves for this. He was fired for plagiarism. At, at BuzzFeed. Fucking BuzzFeed. Wow. Which, is, which is their business model. That, that's like me. <laughs> it's so fucking hard to even come up with a good analogy. That's like being fired from the, from the, the, the fucking sanitation department for picking up too much garbage. Yeah. <laughs> you did your that job means, too well. That means this man plagiarized in a way that even BuzzFeed was like, okay, my dude, like, <laughs> change a word or two. And so after that, he very smoothly made his transition over to working for Toilet Paper USA. And um, What is Toilet Paper USA? It's Turning Point. It's the it's an astroturf, Coke Brothers money uh, thing trying to get young kids to like capitalism or whatever so is it called turning point or is it called toilet paper it's called turning point but it's you know it's tp yeah, i was something. actually thinking it was like a toilet okay paper company. because there's yeah. a subreddit there's a subreddit called toilet paper usa yes which posts turning point usa pictures but has but the captions were always like like making fun of turning, turning point mm-hmm. or so i thought so i didn't i it's still i never really understood the subreddit i guess until now it is a parody of turning point <laughs> usa i was so confused for so long well, he goes on to say some stuff like how there were huge long lines to get into the store, everyone can, can't get what they want. But then you look at the pictures, and the shelves are all fully stocked, and there's no one in the goddamn yeah. pictures but him. Yeah, which, also, it might they might have been crowded, but people just didn't want to be around this man. That could have been an entirely <laughs> possible scenario. But also, um, but yeah. oh, go, ahead. Some, go ahead, Seth. I was just saying that, yeah, like you said, this, the the shelves fully stocked, nobody around him, looks like a pretty nice place. Yeah. So yeah. Cubans pointed out, by the way, that this dumbass is not in a fucking supermarket. This is a fucking restaurant store, like where restaurants go to buy their goddamn food. <laughs> wow. So of course it's just giant fucking cans of the same shit. It's all going to be turned into like cooked food. Yeah. I guess that's what he thinks fancy supermarkets are. <laughs> this is where the food goes to buy food. This must be food heaven. And so he's trying to own. So and also, also, this completely does away with the whole like haha capitalism or communism has no food uh, argument, like like you know, starvation yeah. and whatnot. There's tons of food here. Yeah, and, and really, does anyone give a shit about how many fucking varieties of corn there are at the store? No. Yeah, guys, I'm going to quote the great Hannibal Burris when I say pretzels is the same. Okay? <laughs> Corn, bread, it's all the fucking same. Cornbread? Mm-hmm. Cornbread and cornbread are all the same. <laughs> um, You guys ever get disappointed when you like put some corn? I made a corn sandwich and it tastes like cornbread. Did you ever get disappointed <laughs> when that happened? Shut up. <laughs> That happened to all of us, I'm sure. It's a, it's a universal experience. Um, no. But yeah, this, I mean, just like this guy, he like, I said, he looks like a guy who the ring, who like would get fired from the ringer. Uh, this is literally what he looks like. But he got fired from BuzzFeed, which is worse. Yes. 
Um, so, so yeah, and it's just, like, also, first of all, like, all the food and cosmetics and the shit you get in the supermarket here in America is literally made by six companies, each of which has 20 companies underneath it. And it's the yeah. same shit in different cans and boxes and packages. It's exactly. all the same. What do you need 500 varieties of toothpaste for? It all does the same shit! Yeah, they're all made by the same fucking company. At the end of the day, they're all gonna clean your teeth. Right. And tomatoes are going to taste like tomatoes, no matter what fucking can they're in. It's just how it is. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a really fun thing. Yeah, uh, people are uh, kind of dumb. Oh yeah, especially people who work for Toilet USA. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to close this this episode out with a, a, a quick reading of some tweets. Go go ahead. That I I will not reveal the name of the person uh, on the podcast because they don't deserve that. I don't think. Um, but they do, they, they made an incredible galaxy brain take today. It's a, it's a leftist take, so don't, to, to get ready, boys, we're about to say some, some crazy shit here. Here we go. <clears throat> when you think about it, units of measurement are pernicious and harmful bullshit, which never should have been invented in any proper communist movement should seek to abolish them. Like, the act of measurement itself is an inherent problem. It is the transformation of the subjective into the objective, and that's a path with horrible results we should avoid. <laughs> lengths of time, hold on, lengths okay. of time, temperature, distance, volume, etc. All of these are subjective experiences, not objective things, which can be reduced to objective measures. Well, wow. this, this will make our collective Denzel Washington boner seem less embarrassing, so... <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm kind of on board with this. But, okay, sometimes I'm behind on these galaxy brains, so let's walk through this one. Mm-hmm. What makes units of measurement subjective? Uh, Seth, you need to read at least ten Heigl books to understand that. Okay, Catherine Heigl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Would start, like start, start with her. 27 dresses? <laughs> 28 dresses actually is where you need to start okay. to really start getting into the meat of it. No, I sh- I'm sorry, I said it wrong. It's Hegel, a uh, German philosopher that Marx uh, enjoyed. Um, this person is not explained. They're just like, uh, when people asked them why this is true, they were like, I've read more theory than you, so just like, go with it. So what you're <laughs> so saying is, <laughs> we now have a Jaden Smith at the left. <laughs> That's what uh-huh. you're saying. How can we see if her eyes are mirrors or some shit like that? How, what the fuck? Can... Marcus, do you live in an avalanche? Are you okay? I'm good. I'm good. Was that all of your naked titty anime Yeah, how, how many naked <laughs> anime girl mouse pads and figures was that? I, I have zero naked anime figures and one mouse pad. Okay, so calm Okay, down. we get it. They're called Jeez. action figures, buddy. <laughs> they are okay. not. They don't do anything. Seth, I believe the term But they are is, naked. <laughs> no, they're not. The term is Figma, I believe. Oh, sorry. You're right, you're right. I don't want to be non-inclusive to figurines. Yeah. Um, um, but I just love the idea that like somebody would be like, "Oh yeah, so how far is it to Savannah?" and just look, just look at him and be like, "It's far enough." What the fuck yeah. are you asking? Yeah, other day I went there it took forty minutes. One day I went there it took twenty five. So, oh, not minutes. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. Can't say uh, that. I had uh, a during the, during the time I went there, I had three long thoughts. So, <laughs> whoa, whoa, did you say three? Uh, what the fuck is three? <laughs> You're just fucking this all upset. Fuck. Report to the Damn. fucking thought commissar. 
All right, here's we should do a challenge. Okay. We should challenge on Fridays. You know, people do like on Fridays, you do like a thing. Mm-hmm. On Fridays from now on, we should try and go our whole day without using any units of measurement. Interesting. Mm. Let's see how good they we all do. Measure. Wait, are days units of measurement? It's Friday. Right. They do say lengths of time. So, what a week <laughs> A week would be a length of time. I mean, is Friday real, Seth? Is Friday, oh, can, can, we, can we even say Friday anymore? Yeah, how can Friday be real? I don't think so about what this. Like, TGIF like, even mean anymore? <laughs> Like, does anybody, how much uh, morphine does this patient need? How much do you think they need? Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> just splash it on him until he feels good. Enough. Yeah. Need splash enough. it on him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just... yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Seth, hold on now. Hold on. Hold, hold on. on. You're right. You're before, right. Before we own Marcus, <laughs> in this future, he's probably right. Just splash it on him. That's probably splash true. It. How many? How many splashes? What do you mean, many? Oh, whoa, whoa. Excuse whoa, me? what do you mean? <laughs> what is this? That's some, that's some dirty talk right there. Get out of here. We're all playing characters who were born like 50 years after this happened, so they don't have the concept. <laughs> no, not at all. None. But, but then again, I think about it a little bit, and this is, now I think we us out here in the country could get by, because most of our directions are not spoken in terms of like miles, it's landmarks. Yeah, they're normally like, in like grunts. Yes, like, <laughs> oh, you just want to head on down this road until you see a big old tree, not that tree, the other tree, and I make a right yeah. at that tree. Hey, but wait, what's mm-hmm. right? Oh, shit! And then you'll see some <laughs> yeah, already. and you'll turn left. <laughs> Uh-oh, Seth, hold on now. Yeah, wait, no! Left's well, right. We can't that's talk about left. Measurement. Left is just stuff that's over there on this side of me. What uh, side? I can't tell you that. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> go to we, the one side. Go to the one side of you. You'll just have to fucking left, know, buddy. It's on your other left. Yeah. Yes. No, we we abolish the concepts of right and left and up and down. Uh, we actually. This is anarcho primitivism shit. Like basically. <laughs> hey man, I'm glad you're on the left, buddy. But uh, we gotta talk. Yeah. We listen. If this Wait, is, theory, is he on the left though? This person is on the left. Yes. No, but but the oh, left, you're right. The left shit, doesn't where exist. Are they? I can't tell anymore. <laughs> He's somewhere way out there. Who fucking knows where they are? This is, no, that's why. What, what are God sides? Damn. We, we've told totally, We can't think of anything anymore. No. I'm, maybe that's what he wants. We should all just be clear of all thoughts. Well, hold on. Are thoughts a thing? Like, are they. Is, that, is, that, is a thought a unit of measurement? That's why we have to be clear of them. Oh, God. No oh, thoughts. Man. This runs deep. This is a fucking hard. I don't know. I'm not sure we can do this. Yeah. I'll try it this Friday. So anyways, and there's people who are on that defending it being like, oh, you just don't understand enough theory. If this is what reading theory makes you think, maybe you should stop reading theory. Yeah, what did they go to? Terrence Howard's math class? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will be here all week. Did you I see really that will. proof he put out today? The one about how he's going to build Saturn on Mars or something? No, no, he put out proof for his one times one is two. Oh, another one? Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it right here, actually. This is incredible. I'm going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read the first paragraph, and it'll, it, what that person just said, this is going to blow that shit out of the fucking water, okay? Get ready. This is Terrence, Terrence Deshaun Howard. First and foremost, let us ask the most obvious question. Is this a finished equation? Yes or no? The answer is no. Let us start our forensic audit there. It is an inquiry... In- 
Open parentheses is an incomplete equation. Why? Because not even on both sides. Yes, nature desires action, but demands equilibrium. Therefore, in order for an equation to be finished slash completed, both sides of the equation must be equally balanced. Beginning a whole different style of paragraph. That's the, that's how that's how it begins. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna forever go down history as the one of the three of us who's right that Don Cheadle <laughs> is a better roadie than Terrence Howard for this one thing. I'm sorry um, to agree with you, Seth. Yeah. Yeah. But then he also did say something about how he's gonna build his own version of Saturn. Yeah, I'm sure. On Earth or something. He said that. It's he's he's a, he's a strange guy. I mean. Hey man, uh, I, I'm, uh, I hope Empire's going well because he is such a strange man. I'll say this: and he kind of owns. Like this, this kind of owns. Yeah, I, I read his first proof, and it was just like, yeah, one times one has to be two because two times two is four, and the square root of four is two, so the square root of two must be one. And I was like, what? how does that prove the square root of two must be one? <laughs> the square roots aren't halves. That's not nope. what it is. So, yeah, he, uh, yeah he, he's got some ideas. I mean, I'll say it. He, he has, he, the thing is, it is his, he has studied a lot of math. Like, he has, like, a lot of math under his belt. He just doesn't understand the simplest concept ever. So. I think Terrence Howard knows more theory than the person who came up with the whole we can't have measurements anymore. Probably. Probably. Probably study more more theory. Yeah, Terrence Howard should just know how to measure uh, salaries. Otherwise, he would be in the Marvel universe right now. Oh shit! <laughs> God damn! This is where you insert the air horn. Yeah, I know, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh my! We should all three have separate soundboards. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, and just compete to put ourselves. Just go ahead and just put the last nail in the coffin of this podcast before it even <laughs> really started. Ten. I should even say ten. Two episodes when we start, the whole episode will just be sound effects. <laughs> You're like, damn, son, where'd you find this? Beep, 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 beep. My, my, this Marcus' soundboard is just Left for Dead 2. That's all it is. It's just every yeah. quote oh, from Left for Dead oh, 2. Oh, no. There will definitely be melee sound effects. Oh, okay, there. gotcha. <laughs> but let me find out Marcus is just playing Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. Bill's here. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. We've we've been talking about all kinds of shit. I'm Smith. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at mcsurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter on Letterbox at Knazer. It's K Y N A Z E R A S. And I am Marcus. You can find me on Instagram, Mr. Beaches. What else do you do? Also do the art for this show. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been a guest on the show before, especially our movie review episode, so you can go check those out. He has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling, and they're both from the South, so if that sounds interesting, go check it out. Uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't even get under it. Fuck. Kevin Durant, Tom Brady, and the movie First Reformed. You can do it. All right. <laughs> uh, we've stopped trying to solve our problems and trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Elenio's podcast, baby. Out. Out. Peace.